0: Welcome to Good Stories. I am Joey Womack, founder of Goody Nation. And the next episode in this series is called A Beautiful Sunset with Cali Love. We have the final kind of final segment with some with some awesome founders. And, and so the, the title of this segment is A Beautiful Sunset with, with Cali Love. Now, you know, it's 7 p.m. here on the East Coast well, Eastern Time Zone. Um, depending on where you are on the East coast. I mean, it's a little bit dark us. but what I can tell you, it is dark here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I got to assume if you're in California, it is not, Um, but maybe it is right. Maybe, maybe who knows? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's dark right now. So for you all, it's still the afternoon for us it's, it's, it's dark outside. And so, you know, I don't know if the sun's going to set in the next hour or so, but, you know, let's spend a little bit of time, you know, focused on you all's story. Uh, you know, and what's it like to build a company out in California, right? And so, for many of the founders, we all, you know, everyone for the last I don't know twenty plus years in the startup ecosystem is like, yo, you got to move to California and build, and that's where opportunity, more importantly, capital is, and stuff like that. But you know, very rarely do we hear from 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 especially diverse founders that are that actually live out there in terms of what their experience is on a on an everyday basis. So I want to kind of dive into that. So before we do that, before we get into that, that stuff, I want to get some quick intros um, for you all. And so I want to bring up Chloe first uh, for just just quickly, just you know name name of the company, quick description about what you're about, what the company is and also where what part of California you're checking in from.
1: Sure, thank you for having me, Joey, and Goody Nation. I'm so excited to be here. I'm actually so we're based in l a um but I am checking in today from Chicago, Illinois, which is where I am from uh here for the holidays and so uh yeah i'm chloe i'm the founder and ceo of community x we are a new app for activism that connects like minded change makers around causes and calls to action like petitions rallies marches donations and more um and we're we're an la based startup founded by two former googlers
0: nice 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 deck next up we have a yende um you know same mm-hmm. thing the so name name of the company, a quick description about what it is and where you're checking in from.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. Um, and, uh, and hello to the Goody Nation. Um, uh, my name is Ayinde. I'm the founder of Needle, as in the haystack. Um, I My background, um, 25 years in, in broadcast radio, um, radio sales streaming. I was the concept lead for the iHeartRadio app, which now has over 150 million users. And I had the chance of a lifetime to write for President Obama. Started Needle in 2017 to democratize access to information and the microphone itself by transcribing everybody's words in real time and making them searchable. And uh, and even with uh, the new entrance to the marketplace, uh, your microphone is still not liberated. So that's what we're doing. And uh, checking in from Santa Monica, California. Nice. No, so, so so so
0: I want to kind of stick with you for a second. Have you always been out in California? If
2: not, I mean, what was spurred the move? Um, born and raised in Washington, D.C. So I'm a D.C. guy still uh, and 21 years in L.A. Mm. Um, I moved out because I just I felt like in D.C. you just, um, uh, it just always seems to be a pressure to have to get your Ph.D. And uh, mm. and, I, and I and it just felt um, constrained to me. Um, and when I moved out to LA, I just felt like there was so much possibility. So that was the first thing that I noticed when I moved here. Nice, 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 nice. Chloe, I want I want to bring
0: you up for a little bit of your of your origin story. I mean, you know, and I, you know, maybe the the hometown plays a little bit of a role in there, but 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 how and why did you start Community X?
1: Sure. So as I mentioned, I'm originally from Chicago. I actually am very familiar with D.C. I'm a Howard University School of Business graduate and um, graduated with a full time offer to Google. So my co-founder and I, Courtney, we met while both working at Google. Um, But I got this idea while I was working at Google shortly after Mike Brown Jr. was murdered in Ferguson um, because I am multiracial, but my dad is black, and he's a survivor of an extreme case of police brutality that left him permanently handicapped with a bullet still lodged in his spine to this day. Um, my dad grew up on the south side of Chicago in Hyde Park, um, like decades ago, so before it was the Hyde Park that everybody knows now, and. Um, was getting ready to work a shift one evening. He was a college student at the time. And um, Chicago police raided my grandmother's townhome unannounced and opened fire on my dad, um, only to realize that they had the wrong address and it was a case of mistaken identity. They planted drugs in my grandmother's townhome. They physically assaulted my dad after they shot him. And they didn't call an ambulance in hopes that my dad would just die. Uh, He made it to the hospital, but doctors told my family he wouldn't make it through the night. They ended up operating on him anyways and stabilizing him um, and then uh, operating on him again. Over a 72-hour period, he had about 10 surgeries that ultimately saved his life. Um, But by the time my dad was finally able to leave the hospital, he was not only going through a lifetime of physical recovery where he had to learn how to regain all of his motor skills. He had to learn how to walk again, eat on his own, hold a pen, open a book, all of the things. Um, But he was also fighting for his innocence in court against the city of Chicago. Um, He was facing 20 plus years in prison until I was about 12 years old. And so my entire childhood was consumed by the issue of police brutality specifically. And when I saw what was happening to other families in this country, it prompted me to to leave Google and pursue uh, ultimately community acts.
0: Mm, powerful story, powerful story. And so, is Google how you got from Howard to California?
1: Yeah, yeah. When I So I had actually interned, funnily, funny enough, I interned at Google, like the summer that they were filming the internship. And so mm. some of my peers actually got to like work on that script, which is really cool. But anyhow, I was interning in Mountain View. And then when I got the full time offer, I moved to California full time from DC.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And then and so and I think this actually may be an interesting case for why Maybe some people may be moving out to California. I think there's a several other use cases, but, or, or, or scenarios, but, you know, so you, so I, I, am, am I, is my assumption correct that after you left Google, you just stay in California or, you know, you, Mountain View, but you're in the LA area, right? How'd you, I mean, why, why, why LA? I was in Mountain View for six years, seven years.
1: I did a uh, shift. After I left Google, I did a fellowship at Lorene Jobs, um, Emerson Collective. I was working in their energy accelerator on Oahu. So I was in, um, I was in Hawaii for a year. And then when I moved back to the mainland, I decided I wanted to be in LA because it's um, culturally and uh, just like the mindset is just way more diverse and way more appropriate for what we're building at Community X. So.
0: Nice, 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 nice. So I want to, you know, you know, I, I, and so I think both of you all in the LA area, I mean, what is it, what is it like, like building a startup in, in the LA area before we kind of go into that? Like, I mean, you know, we're based in Atlanta. We, we seen what it like, what's it like to build, you know, startups as a diverse founder in particular, really what the question is is really about Um, in in an ecosystem like Atlanta, we've heard from, from Philly, DC, New York, we've heard from Texas. I mean, what's it like building a a, a startup in the LA area as, as a diverse founder?
2: Yeah, I came out here. um, So I started off in radio advertising sales in Washington, DC um, at WTOP, if anybody knows that station. Um, And, and then I got recruited by, AMF amount here before they got bought by Clear Channel. Long story. But um, so, so September 11th happened. um, So this is dating back. And then I realized that I was pretty much selling my soul. I was the top paid person, but I was like working for Howard Stern and completely against all of my values. (laughs) But um, so I quit my job and then I just, um, I I pursued a passion of mine uh, for a couple of years. And then like any smart person, you want to start a business when you have no money left over <laughs> from your savings. So that's what I did. So it wasn't sort of like, I want to start a startup. This is back in 2003, before I think that name was even, that word was being used. Um, it was just more like, I want to control my destiny. And it happened to be in, in LA and, uh, and the other things kind of just fell in place and just kept you going in LA. It, it never really occurred to me to, to move to San, uh, San Francisco. Because it never seemed um, inviting from a cultural or a weather standpoint.
0: Mm, mm. Chloe, what, what about you? What's it like to build a, build a startup out there?
1: Um, well, when I first left Google before going to Hawaii, I was in Mountain View, Bay Area, for a little while working on Community X. And through some of the people that I had met just working in tech, I managed to get like initial pitches with a lot of like the really well-known VCs that are based in like like Sand Hill Road. Um, and that was like the most horrible experience of my- oh, wow. It was like, it was terrorizing having to, like, go into these rooms as, like, a young woman of color pitching a social impact-focused business that um you know the people who are sitting across from the table from you just one they didn't connect with our founding story at all this was before there was this national reckoning of like now everyone wants to understand when I was no one no one even cared to even listen they were like okay just skip that slide um and then like going from there to talking about the business it was like well is this a business or is this a nonprofit? And so it was just like, I I was, um, it wasn't equal footing when I went into the room. And after doing like dozens and dozens of those pitches, I was like, this is not the right environment for me. I had reached out. My dad actually grew up in, in Hyde Park with Secretary um, Duncan. Um, so Obama admin connection, um, former Secretary of Education, Arnie Duncan and my dad grew up together. And to leave the administration to go to Emerson, and so I reached out to him. Um, he got me the job there, and then um, I kind of just like built up my skill set as a founder and learned all of the fundamental things that I that a lot of people told me that I was lacking, um, and sort of built myself back up. And then moved to LA, and I was fortunate enough. Like once I got to LA, um, Baron Davis was one of the first people that I met with. And it was like night and day. I pitched him in a cafe and he was like, I'm on board, I'm investing, and I'm going to help you raise even more money for your company because this product needs to exist. And he did exactly what he said he was going to do. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's been, that's been our, that's been our experience. And um, I, I, I don't think um I'm glad that so many other startup ecosystems are forming across the country because I don't think that the Bay Area was the place for me. And, and I've heard that from so many other founders as well.
2: Mm, mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 so interesting because, again, all we hear, especially in places like Atlanta, even going back, you know, 10, 10 plus years is you got to go to California. It's where it's at. You know, I remember the first time that I went out to California, to San Francisco, so so the Bay Area, you know, went down to Silicon Valley as well, is like, my thing is, if I'm going to talk about, you know, being in tech, and and it is when I transitioned from my startup to to supporting other founders, like, I got to be able, I got to go to the center of tech, right? And so, really to your point around, not not really to your point, but you brought up Sand Hill Road, like, I went there and I'm like, this is like... After like these, like these are the the world's largest, you know, name VCs. With everything looks like, like this is nothing. I mean, I mean, when I say nothing, it's like so like bland. Like every, unless I was in the wrong place, like everything looked the same. You would like my assumption was that you know all these awesome VCs had these awesome offices, and it looked like a college town.
2: Very sparse. Very very, yeah,
0: I'm like, what is this like, yeah. which was interesting, like, you know, you know, very like subtle name, you know, name on the office building or something like that, like everything looked the same and stuff like that. I mean, it was it's kind of a somewhat of a letdown. I mean, no, no shade on those folks. I mean, no, well, cool. you yeah, it's a bad experience. But, but you know, generally speaking, it's no, no, no shade
2: on it. But it was like, wow, like I will say I will say we we got an opportunity. Early in our us uh, in our startup life, um, so we started in 2017, and in 2018 we got accepted to the Matter Accelerator, um, which is no longer, by the way, in San Francisco. So I actually moved for five months to San Francisco, but it was a it was a privilege because I got to build our business in the heart, as you say, uh, of technology, and it was uh, very fascinating to walk into bars. Uh, after I don't drink, by the way. But to walk into bars um, during mixers, and every single person is talking about tech, um, and so that was interesting. And as a black man, what I also noticed was um, people seemed to be less fearful of me on the street because mm. uh, it was clear that I was, so in San Francisco. Unfortunately, you're either homeless and destitute or in tech if you're a black person. In L.A., they don't know where you are, but uh, but people didn't weren't weren't so scared of me in, in San Francisco. Wow, it's four, by the way. So. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean,
0: so. So, yeah, I mean, let, let's 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 shift a little bit in terms of, you know, what you all would like to see. Now, let, let's let's kind of drill it down to the L.A. ecosystem if, if you want to. We can talk about California in general. But what would you all like to see from the from the L.A. startup ecosystem for four diverse founders? You know, Chloe, I'll, I'll kick it to you first.
1: I think LA is is doing a really great job. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of amazing co-working spaces being built where especially early stage founders can go and meet other people who are on the same journey, but also have access to office space at a really reasonable and affordable rate. I think a lot of Hollywood is being more and more supportive of like the startup space, especially diverse founders, and especially companies that have some sort of like triple bottom line. And I think that's really good. Um, I mean, we don't have. I think we could have a a a more diverse VC presence even still. Um, but I think those are all just a result of like being a budding startup ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, we're Silicon Beach, right? So like we're a little bit behind, but I think we're really going in the right direction.
2: Nice, nice, nice. I end it. I just echo what Chloe said. I mean, um, keep doing the same things that it's doing. It's, it's doing great. And, and a shout out to Backstage Capital for doing great things in the community as well. No, I mean, yeah, so let's spend a
0: little bit of time there. I mean, who who are some of the key players out there? I mean, obviously you just mentioned backstage capital. You can talk a little bit more about what they're doing out there for those that, that aren't familiar. Um, but are there any other, you know, kind of key players? Chloe, you, you even alluded to some of the co-working spaces and stuff like
2: that. But I ended up kind of stay with you for a second. Sure. Um, and so it was my third startup, and I was trying to figure out, okay, well how do we make some, how do we get some money so we can make some money this time? Um, and I was like, okay, so I'm a black man. How do I, let, let me, let me stop going away. This is 2017 before the national reckoning. So, so perfectly stated. Um, and I was like, how do I, okay, let me just double down on just being a black man, just find black investors. So I spent, so, so, uh, so, so the two things that I did um, that, I uh, I'm proud. The one thing that I did that I'm super proud of in this, even though it's my third venture, even though I have a track record with, with creating, you know, big products, um, I knew what I needed to do in 2017 was, um, be a big fish in a small pond. So rather than, um, so I, I joined a, a pre-accelerator, uh, and, and, um, and, uh, and, uh, during that time, I, I, uh, was just trying to find investors. Um, so I just looked up on, I think it was meetup.com, um, and I just looked for any, like, black investor group. And then I found one group that was meeting at Sip and Sonder. And then I, um, so Sip and Sonder's uh, in Crenshaw, uh, in the Crenshaw district. And um, and so uh, so I went there. I, I won a pitch competition. And that's actually how I met um, Arlen from Backstage Capital. So I sort of just doubled down on on like, I didn't, I removed ego from it. Right. So (laughs) typically somebody with my pedigree would be able to attract more dollars. I would, I would think so. um, But I just removed ego from it and then just sort of doubled down and then um, went directly to the black community where I I knew my message would be heard rather than my skin be seen.
0: Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. Chloe, who are some of the key players doing stuff to supporting diverse founders out your way?
1: Well I mean I think we have a lot of see building out our partner ecosystem and building out our advisory board as well. Um, and actually a lot of the folks on our board are either from LA or live there. Um, so as I mentioned, we have Baron on our advice Baron Davis on our advisory board. Matt Barnes as well, who's helped us make a lot of connections. Um, he's from the Bay, but been in L.A. for a very long time. Um, make a lot of connections to other investors and orgs in the L.A. area. Um, Mia Wright, who's the president of the NBA Wives Association, um, is from L.A. Um, we're working with different local organizations like Black Lives Matter L.A. and um, Hashtag Lunchbag, which is founded by someone who's from L.A., um, so there are a lot of organizations, um, that are LA based and people who are from or live in the city that are surrounding mm-hmm. us and supporting us.
0: Um, so yeah. Nice, 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 nice. And so we kind of, as we kind of wrap up this particular session, um, want to give a shout out to Liberty White in the building, um, in, in the comments as well. And so, uh, Ayanna, I want to kick it to you next. I mean, you know, what are you looking forward to in 2022 in and,
2: and, and how can people help? Thanks, yeah, I, I'm really excited. We just, um, y- using the, the funds that we, we, um, we were awarded from Google, um, Google and Goody Nation, we've been able to um, hire a team um, and, uh, and fortify our technology. And, and so we have some new releases coming out that are gonna be really great, uh, allow people to, uh, to sustain an audience on the platform and we have uh, a new um, uh, in, uh, round going right now on Republic. So we're really excited about that. We're already over 500% of our goal. So it's, um, they can help by sharing the, the campaign, even if they don't invest, um, but, but certainly uh, kicking in 150 bucks um, to, to, uh, to get it going. So, uh, um, so it's republic.co forward slash NEDL. There it is. There it is. There it is. Chloe, what about you?
1: Um, I'm sorry. I was listening to everything that I was <laughs> saying.
0: So, so what um so yeah, so what are you looking forward to in in 2022 and how can people help?
1: Um, well, for us it funny funny enough. We're also launching a raise on Republic in 2022. That's mm-hmm. going to round out our seed. Um, we're really excited about that. We're going to be um, launching several partnerships, um, going full throttle with our growth and acquisition strategy, which includes some really cool activations that are going to happen throughout um, next year as well. For now, our app Community X is available for download on Android um, and iPhones. Um, and I would just also say that um, as far as the LA ecosystem goes, we definitely could use now that i think about it more people like you joey i think um what i tell a lot of people is that like we've gone through the accelerator process we've um you know gone through all of that but i still even still have very few people um in our network who are as accessible and as supportive and as hands on um, and invested as you are in all of the companies that you work with. So I wanted to make sure to to share that with everyone because it's it that just it makes all the difference. Um, the, the amount of energy and effort that you put into to all of us, it just makes all the difference.
0: Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. I mean, and, and, and great, great segue because we are looking to do a few things out in the LA area in
2: 2022,
0: <laughs> you know? So, you know, what, what we imagine is a, is a scenario where, you know, it, it, every city looks a little bit different, right. But we imagine what we call a goodie nation work day where we invite a few founders um, out to one space. We invite a few investors out. We invite also a few maybe partners out and we all work out of the same space the day now also considering you know pandemic and where we sit so <laughs> fingers crossed you know put that aside for a second we can do, do it on our- each <laughs> there it is there it is. perfect there it is <laughs> the advantage of being in California and so you know we, we work out of the same space for for a day you can you know you you're you're right next you know working next to somebody else like so you all two could be right next to each other doing your own thing you could take a meeting out in a conference room with someone else or you can meet with people who you've, you can meet in person with people that you've only met online before. So you start amazing relationships online with founders or investors or partners. You deepen those relationships offline through these work days. You eat lunch together. We close out that day with like an origin story, kind of storytelling um, session kind of sitting around in a circle. And then everyone walks away with deeper relationships. So we are working on that. Uh, kind of a tour. We're going to start in Atlanta, probably early February. Maybe go down to, to to Texas in April, and then kind of reassess a few things after we after we've done it a few times. And but LA is definitely on the roadmap for 2022, and so we'll be reaching out to both of you all for that and, and see how we can make it happen. I know every every city and ecosystem looks a little bit different, um, but but that is our plan and figuring out ways that we can you know rally up support for dope founders you know so so we'll let y'all know about that you know both you all here but also everyone kind of listening in um any any immediate thoughts on that Uh, any any ways how we can make it make, make it better or who we can loop in or stuff like that
2: that sounds great i'll be glad to help when you uh when you call for sure There it is. there it is there it is Cool, cool, cool. So let's let's
0: um let's before so as a Good Nation team, we're we we got twenty eight minutes left, and so we're gonna do some, some some closing thoughts. But before that, you know, Chloe, I'll kick it to you first. You know, how can people get in contact with you?
1: By downloading the Community <laughs> X app and sending me a DM. <laughs> Those are the only DMs that I check.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Everything else is closed.
2: <laughs> gotcha. There it is, there it is. And then Allende, uh, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, so you can just go to the Needle app, download it on um, I Love Chloe, plug in the uh, the, the Apple and, and uh, Android. Do the same thing with, with us. Um, Download the app, and then you you'll see. I do um, I do uh, welcome sessions for new new users, so that's an easy way you can call into my live radio show, and I'll bring you uh, on air, and then we'll have a we'll have a chat. Um, but then of course uh, Republic, I'm always watching the numbers, so check us out.
0: Nice nice. And in in Liberty um Liberty Wiseover, she is on LinkedIn. But you all actually Liberty, I don't think we can actually drop the link to LinkedIn. I think maybe Dylan Dylan from our team um, may be able to do that. So um, Chloe, I'm going to start with you about how to actually, like where to go to actually download it or, or the name of the app or something like that. It's the- oh,
1: it's, it's um, CommunityX, one word. Um, it's like the first search result um, in either store. So you can go to the app store directly or you can go to our website, communityx.tech um
0: and find the link to download there as well nice nice and same thing we
2: are yeah so um so i'm just downloading community x right now so um so yeah um same thing with us it's n-e-d-l needle Uh, we own the phonetic spelling of the word needle so um just four letters um and uh you can go to needle.com or you can again if you go to the republic did i say we're on republic yeah, go to the Republic, okay. <laughs> you can also um, you can also um, uh, get links there and and connect with us um, by sending uh, messages there, too.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm committed to going out to that. page. Actually, I've, I've already pulled up the page uh, on Republic. And I'm committed to doing something. So unless something <laughs> happens to me in the next 24 hours, <laughs> you know, you, you got you got my 150 there. So, um, well, cool. It's been a great conversation. We look forward to deepening relationships out in L.A., and bringing good folks together so you know chloe I they truly appreciate you all
2: thank you for having yeah. us
0: chloe. thank good you thank you continue to do continue continue to build you're doing great stuff and uh all the way on the other side of the of the country we uh we are proud of the work that you're doing and you are an inspiration whether you know it or not so. thank you for tuning into the why relationships matter podcast by Goody nation we hope you enjoyed it you were inspired if you want to make a difference, if you want to close the relationship gap, please follow us at Goody Nation on all social media channels or log on to our website, goodynation.org. Peace.